Hello everyone, I am Ben, and this is the Jammin' News Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be ta- talking about college hockey and college basketball. Hope you enjoy. Let's get into it. I'm going to start off by talking about women's college hockey between the uh, between Northeastern and Boston College. The final score of this game was 5-0 Northeastern. This game was held in Boston. Um, which, and, like, this game wasn't really that bad of a game. Like, it, it wasn't close, but, like, for, like, just, like, looking at the records of each team, it's not that entirely surprising since Northeastern has won 20 games, lost two and lost one overtime or in overtime so like it's not that surprising but it's also like a pretty big score gap for a hockey game Um, like i would expect it to be like a closer game like like four to two or like three to one or something like that um but because of that, like, it's, like, because the Northeastern team has won 20 games, like, it, I think if they had lost this one game, it wouldn't have affected their ranking that much. I feel like it would have probably made it a little bit more, like, maybe made it a little closer, but it wasn't that crazy of a score gap. I'm now hopping over, still in hockey, in college Division One hockey, but I'm just going into the men's hockey game. This game also had Boston College in it. Uh, this, this time it was Boston College at Notre Dame, and Notre Dame ended up winning 8-2. So this game was more like has a very much a more different or a different excuse me a different score line but like the Boston College team has at least well at least scored uh, compared to the last game where they didn't score at all the Boston College men's team is 10-9 and 3 which is like, which is the same record if the overtime losses weren't put as something else, it would they would have the same exact record as the women's team at 10 and 12. But, because, like, they just lo- scored more points overall because they've won three or lost three games in overtime compared to the women's where they've only lost one. Or they've only lost one in overtime, so that allows the Boston College team to have maybe a little bit higher of a ranking in their standings for the division. The like overall, like that that game happened on Wednesday, the nineteenth. That was the only game that happened that day, but the day before. Northeastern played Vermont and won 4-0. So it seems like Northeastern's 
hockey team, like both hockey teams have really good, like they're both like really good seeing how they've each team has won at least won their last game. Uh, So if they continue like doing as they are now, then the game could like, then the Northeastern team has a good chance of being in the like top teams in the country for the like on the NCAA men's website the top three schools in in terms of rankings is Quinnipiac, Minnesota, and Michigan uh, for men's but like the uh, Minnesota State team has a better record, like has the best record out of those three teams, with Michigan coming in second. But Quinnipiac has the most points. So, yeah, I'm like Quinnipiac was previously in second, so they have been pretty, like they have like been in those different positions, and. The I'm now gonna hop over to Division Three hockey and men's hockey, and the team like the game that I'm gonna talk about happened in the like in a like in a um, like in Division Three hockey between like Worcester State and Plymouth State. This game ended up as a tie at 3-3 and the Plymouth State team has a better record uh with an 8-4 and 2 record while the Worcester State has a 6-7 and 1 record so like that like both of those like aren't bad records it's just the Plymouth State one the team I would expect would have a higher what like would like have a higher likelihood of winning this game, but they ended up tying, which like isn't a, isn't bad. It's just like they like at least they both get points, but I would just think that you wouldn't want to tie in any sport, but like in the like in uh, hockey. I feel like you would, like, as in, like, also most sports, I feel like you'd rather win than come out with a tie. But a tie is still better than a loss, where the team that lost wouldn't get a point. So at least they both did. I am now going to go on break, and when I come back, I'll be talking about basketball. And we are back from the break. I hope it was a nice minute or two break. I am now going to hop straight in to some basketball, or men's basketball, to start it off. The game that I'm going to start with happened in Athens, Ohio, between Toledo and Ohio. Both, like, both teams have a, a pretty similar record. Uh, Toledo has a 15 and 4 record now 
and Ohio has a 14-3 and record. The final score was 87-69 to Toledo. So, I feel like that's, like, a pretty good score. So, like, not that far apart, like, but, like, it's far enough to where it's, like, obvious who was leading most of the game. And looking from at the scoreline, the Toledo, or, like, where Toledo took control of the game was in the first half, where they scored 45 points, where Ohio only scored 29. So, if Toledo scored a few more, they might have still lost, but it would have been a lot closer of a game for them to, like, so, like, they could have come back into it in the last minute, and it could have been a lot closer and more tight of a game. The, like, the uh, Toledo team was 36 for 61. Um, like, they scored 36 out of their 61 field goal attempts, which is 59.02% of all their attempts, which is pretty low. Um, like, I would expect it to be a little bit higher. And for three-point attempts, they were 7 for 17, which is at 41.18%, which is worse, but that makes a little bit more sense because three three-pointers are harder to make for, like, anyone. The Ohio team had a worse field like field goal and three point percentage with field goal percentage being 45% and three pointers being being 27.59 the for field goals they were 27 for 60 and the three point attempts it was 20 or 8 for 29 so like that's like not awesome like it's not awesome but like not, like, there could be some things that, like, if they maybe passed it to some of the people that had scored more, then maybe they could have been able to get those points and made it a little bit closer. But stuff happens, so it sucks, but it does. The next game I'm going to talk about is between... Hawaii, the University of Hawaii, and like Cal State Bakersfield. The game happened in Hawaii. Um, this was a women's Division One basketball game. The final score was sixty nine Hawaii to fifty two CSU Bakersfield. So it was like. A decent gap in the scoring, but the second quarter was the pivotal quarter, I think, since the CSU Bakersfield team scored nine points, where the Honolulu, like the Hawaii team, scored 22. So, like, it's that's kind of just like stuff like that, where a team could have one bad quarter and it could be detrimental to the rest of their game. But yeah, the CSU Bakersfield team is one and nine, while the Hawaii team is six and seven. So neither of the teams are having a, the best season ever, but they're 
like the Hawaii team is doing better than the CSU Bakersfield team. The CSU Bakersfield team had went 18 for 58 from for two point attempts, which is a abysmal 31% field goal uh like field goal percentage which like is really just not that good but for three points they almost evened it out at a 30 percent so like that like the 30 percent is better than the other teams like some of the other teams but like it's also not the best hawaii like overall had the best three point like three point percentage out of any of the teams with 40.74% made and the like for two pointers they had 41.18% so like that's pretty good like it's not the best but it's also not that bad like I'm now going to move on to the division one men's some men's conference standings and i'm going to do it in the west coast conference which has or which consists of gonzaga brigham young university san diego st st mary's in california san francisco like lmu which is in california santa clara Portland, Pacific, and Pepperdine. Like, I think, like, most of those are pretty known schools. The best schools of them is Gonzaga, with four wins, zero losses in the conference. BYU is second, with four wins and one loss in the conference. And San Diego is three and two in the conference. But, like, overall... Gonzaga uh, still has the best record of 15 and 2. The BYU team has a 16 and 4 record and a San Diego and San Diego has a 10 and 8 record, which like isn't bad, but I also think I also don't understand why they're in third in comf- like overall because St. Mary's and San Francisco both have a better record than them. It might it might be that the website didn't update or something like that, but it was it's just kind of weird because the St. Mary's school has a seven or point seven seven eight percent win overall. San Francisco has a point seven eight nine, and San Diego has a point five five six. So I'm not entirely sure why. But it might be that they played like less games or something like that. But I'm not entirely sure. In fourth place is St. Mary's. And fifth is the University of San Francisco. In sixth, it's LMU. Se- uh, seventh is Santa Clara. Eighth, Portland. Ninth, Pacific. And tenth, Pepperdine. So. I am now going to hop over to the Atlantic Coast Conference. 
like this is also in the men's basketball. This consists of Miami in in Florida, not Miami, Ohio, Miami, Florida. And second is Florida State, third Wake Forest, fourth Louisville, fifth Virginia, sixth Duke, seventh North Carolina, eighth Notre Dame, tenth Syracuse, eleventh Virgin Virginia Tech, twelfth Boston College, thirteenth Clemson, like fourteenth Pittsburgh slash Pitt. 15th is North Carolina State, and 16th is Georgia Tech. The team, like the Miami and Florida team, is 14 and 4 overall. Florida State is 12 5, 12 and 5, and Wake Forest is 15 and 4. I feel like, and those round out the top three. I feel like Wake Forest should be in second, seeing how they have a higher win percentage and also a higher amount of wins and lower amount of losses. But I'm not really sure how the NCAA does their standings, but that might be different depending on who or like what sport it is and other stuff like that. I'm now going to hop over to women's division one standings, starting with the eight, like the same one that I just did, the Atlantic, like the Atlantic Coast Conference. It consists of the same teams with, actually, not doesn't. So it it consists of North Carolina State. Virginia Tech, Louisville, North Carolina, the University of North Carolina, Georgia Tech, Nor- Notre Dame, Boston College, Duke, Miami and Florida, Florida State, Wake Forest, Pitt, Syracuse, Clemson, and Virginia. The top three teams overall are North Carolina State, Virginia Tech, and Louisville. The Louisville team has a 15 and 2 record, Virginia Tech 14 and 4, and North Carolina State 17 and 2. The final conference that I'm going to talk about is the Big 10, which consists of Michigan, Indiana, Ohio State, Iowa, Maryland, Northwestern, Michigan State, Penn State, Purdue, Nebraska, Minnesota, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Rutgers. The top three teams in first is Michigan with a 16-2 and record, Indiana in second with a 14-2 and record, and in third, the University or Ohio State. Ohio State has a 14 and 3 record. So the, all of these teams have more than like 10 wins, but they also seem to have played a little bit more games than some of the other teams. The like Iowa, who's in fourth, have played 15 games while Ohio State has played 17. 
So, like, there could also be a little bit of gaps and stuff like that, which could affect the final, like, it, which could affect the standings. But I think overall it will kind of even out later in the episode, or like, later in the season, since we are start, start, starting to come to a close, like, we're in the second half, um, but we are still early on in that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Ben, and this was the Jamma News Podcast. See you on the next episode.